Welcome to BiteCast, the podcast serving up the freshest and tastiest of food-related banter. Please take a seat and grab a drink as you are in for a treat. I am Brendan White, your head chef for this evening, and be found often raiding pantries or on the socials of Brendan A. Bits. And my sous chef on this episode is one of my most favorite people I've met throughout this podcasting journey. He's one of the OGs from the gaming content creation scene and a supporter of many who you might have known from his content with Neon Lights Gaming or 8-Bit. He's a regular when it comes to chicken dinners, sweet baseball caps, and catching them all. You can find him on the socials at Screamus and streaming at fb.gg forward slash Screamus. Screamus, welcome to the kitchen. What's cooking, my friend? Yo, thanks for having me. This is uh, That was an intro and a half. I like that. I, uh, I got it out just in time. I was nearly having to pull another breath, but uh, we got there. And you know what? You're, you're a man that uh, your reputation speaks volume. So I needed to try and justify that and do you enough justice with that intro and, and prop you up to the level you deserve. But mate, welcome. It's good to have you here. I'm very much looking forward to talking food and life with you here at Bitecast. But uh, maybe you can give a bit of an update on the listeners about uh, what's been going on, what they can find you doing and anything else you want to say. Yeah, so like lately I've been over on Facebook. I've been uh, hit up there with a Facebook partnership. So I'm actually doing the the Facebook streaming now. Um, you'll find me there weekdays streaming, just chilling out there. Uh, it's yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun ride. Uh, it's, I've done it. I think from December last year, I jumped onto nice. the Facebook, and um, yeah, jumped on the battlefields with PUBG and going from that. It's been it's been really it's been really fun. It's been really good. Yeah, so so now you're a, a card carrying member of the uh, the metaverse, I guess. There with Zuckerberg and co over at Facebook, but yeah, fb.gg forward slash s k r double e m u s is where you can find all that fantastic content. And uh, yeah, the the man that uh, is regularly serving up those chicken dinners over there in PUBG doing god's work there killing all them newbies but uh yeah we're here we've got another one of these one-on-one bitecast episodes where i am going to be throwing four questions at screamers here he's been vetted he knows those questions he's had some time to formulate his his thought processes and opinions and responses and then uh, in between uh question two and three we'll be doing a segment which i call shoot from the hip uh he doesn't know exactly what assortment of questions are going to be thrown at him thick and fast in Shoot from the Hip, but uh, there's no preparation needed for that. You're just going to yeah, pull that first question out of the heart uh, as far as the response to said question, I should say, and just uh, throw it back at us. But, uh, Matt, you got any other questions, comments, concerns before we maybe jump into question number one? Um, no comments or concerns, but like I just want to say, when I've listened to a couple of other episodes and everyone was saying the first question, it was like, that's an easy question. Thinking about it, it hasn't been an easy question so yeah it's it's interesting because yeah like food it's a simple thing it's yeah. it's it's comfort it's delicious it's, it's all the good adjectives you want to throw around it and, and yeah when you when you got to look inwards to try and work out what dish or food related item is going to uh define you it's it's not an easy thing but uh yeah listeners we'll do our best to get this episode delivered to you in 30 minutes or less but if we don't Fear not, because the episode's not going to cost you anything. So, question number one, Screamers. What food-related item or dish would you compare yourself to and why? Okay, so I, I did think about this question a lot. And I was like, there was a few options. And I, I ended up with one because it had sort of got multiple layers to it. Okay, okay. okay? 
and it happens to be i look at it and go your standard plain hamburger from your fish and chip shop Okay, I like okay. that. That's that's a tried and true dish that everyone loves and knows, so it's a good start. But why why did you settle on the uh, the traditional plain hamburger from the, the fish and chip shop? So as I was saying with the layer thing, I was like, okay, so plain hamburger, sometimes you just want plain, like me, I, sometimes I'm just plain, boring, ordinary. <laughs> and then other times you're like, hmm, I might go for a works burger and get the whole deal and, you know, snazz up your life a bit. And that's what I do sometimes, you know, like sometimes I like to be silly and out there and, I was like, what can I think of that I can do different things? And sometimes when I order a plain hamburger, I'm like, you know, today I feel like something different. I'll get, you know, I'll get the extra beetroot, the bacon. I don't get the pineapple. I'm sorry, the pineapple. I was no. just about to ask about the pineapple. I was going to see how crazy you went with this burger yeah. that is yourself. I, I'm crazy with food, but just pineapple for me is a, a no-go, no zone, unfortunately. So, so if we were to expand on that a little bit, and so you're, you're anti-pineapple on this burger. Mm-hmm. So what would you say the pineapple would represent in your life that you're anti? Like that, what's the thing that you wouldn't do or wear or say that it embodies this pineapple that you're so against? I don't really know. Um, that's a tricky one. I don't, yeah, I don't really know. Um, like things I wouldn't, wouldn't do in general? Or? You, you could take it however you like. So maybe there's a, a fashion choice you'd never make that is the pineapple. Maybe there's a situation you'd never get yourself into that embodies the pineapple. I was just thinking that. Maybe a fashion thing. And to me, it's kind of like those out there kind of bright Hawaiian t-shirts because it's just okay. like, I just, I just can't do them. I can't do them, unfortunately. They're too loud for me, I think. I, I like that because pineapple, it is a, a, a very fancy, very, uh, very over exuberant fruit when especially when you're looking at it just like one of those hawaiian shirts i'm with you like it takes a certain type of person to to rock those and the people that do wear them hats off to them like when they make it work and actually make it look good instead of oh he's going to a dress-up party like you know hat tip to you young sir or young ma'am like it's 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 an impressive feat to pull off i cannot do it i do not have the confidence to wear those shirts so yeah i'm i'm with you there yeah, my my, uh, my cousin, he just wears them nonstop. That's all he... I don't think he owns a normal t-shirt. It's just Hawaiian and novelty t-shirts. And it's like... Yeah, like you said, it just pulls it off. It's like, doesn't even... You don't even think that it's a Hawaiian shirt. It's just his shirt. Some people do it. Like yeah. um, like old Salim the Dream, uh, obviously long-time co-host on the, the Hungry Gamers there. Uh, he's one of those types of dudes where he could rock up in no matter how absurd or tattered the attire, he could rock up in that and make it work. So I'm sure he's probably got a couple of Hawaiians in the cupboard that he could throw on, probably even unironed and a bit dirty, and he'd rock up to a pub or a, or a party and be like, fuck, you look cool. <laughs> Makes me so jealous, those people. Yeah, I, I do love a good plain hamburger. And, and yeah, it's, it's a good building block. Yeah, you can dress it up, you can dress it down. Exactly. Everybody likes a hamburger, and the fact that there is, you know, vegan-based options now means, you know, you're you're universally loved. Which, uh, you know, is something that I mentioned at the start of this pod. You know, you you looked upon very fondly amongst the gaming community, as is a hamburger. So I like that. Now I want a burger. Yeah. I'm very hungry. Have you eaten dinner? I must ask, as a tangent. So you actually probably can see my dinner just behind me here, like if you oh, can. Oh, I can see the bowl there. Yeah, there what'd you have? Bowl. I had a with a, a cob cob dip. Is that your cob dip? Oh, like the the bread with the the sauce inside, and you sort yeah. of rip the bread off and dip it in. You're sort yeah. of almost like it eats itself in a way. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like that. Exactly like that. That's what I had for dinner. Yeah. Damn, that's that's a big meal. That's a heavy heavy meal. So hopefully you're feeling okay, not too sluggish. <laughs> well, no, it was it's it's a sort of half one. It was like a sort of appetite size, you know, like nothing oh, too big. Yeah, so fair call. 
I, I appreciate you you're thinking about myself and listeners there and not coming in here too full and potentially <laughs> food comering halfway through the episode. All right, so the next question I've got for you, what is your guilty pleasure or pleasures if you've got multiples? So uh, let us know. Yeah, so I thought about this one too. and I, My thing is potato chips. My guilty okay. pleasure is potato chips, yeah. I could eat the biggest meal ever and I, I could be stuffed to the brim. I always want to go for a bag of potato chips. Doesn't matter what they are, like salt and vinegar, plain, crinkle, you know, thin. Like now they just released tubes. You seen that? The tubes? Yeah, the tasty tubes are back. Ooh. I love them. Yeah. And um, what what's your stance? Because like the the recipe they're following, I feel it's slightly different. Like it doesn't have such a strong barbecuey, tomatoey, saucy flavor. But at the same time. You can eat a whole packet now and not feel like when you get to the bottom quarter of the packet that, that the tubes are cutting your mouth to pieces because it's so dry and aggressive. Like, you think they're good? You think they still hit the same way? Well, funny you say that because when they first released them at that limited release, it was like that. It wasn't the same. Like, you could eat a whole packet and you're like, my mouth's fine. My, my The roof of my mouth is fine. Now, I think they've changed it up a bit because they're back to the original. Oh, they're bringing a bit of pain yeah, with them again now. Yeah, so halfway through it, it's like, no, I can't finish it. I'm done. My The roof of my mouth is destroyed. And it's like, God. oh, old times. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, nice, uh, a nice flashback there with the, the sort of painful, uh, very uh, sadistic tubes. They're, they've always been, as far as tube-related chips go, like when you compare them to, I guess, their their, their rival in the chip game, the, the humble cheesel, Ooh, the tubes cheesel. is... Head and shoulders above the old cheesel, in my opinion. Oh, cheese, cheesel is like that low sort of casual kind of, kind of chip where the, the tubes are for the diehard sort of want to go for that crunchy, the, you know. But they've actually released Burger Men again. Oh, I love Burger Men. Yeah, I got Yum. two bags on Friday and I was like tasting them. They didn't taste like the original. They taste like, like you said, then sort of tomato-y and a lot of kind of tubes. But yeah, they're back. And I was like, oh, got to get two bags there before. And you can't get them on the shelf. So as soon as you see them, you got to get them straight away. Where where did you see said Bergman? Because I need to find these little fellows. Uh, in Woolworths, in, in Woolies. Okay. Yeah. I got to go to Woolies tomorrow. So I'm going straight to the chip aisle to hopefully buy all their Bergman and yeah, uh, go for give it. them a spin. <laughs> all right. So any other guilty pleasures that you wanted to mention or is it just the chips as sort of your, your Eleanor? Yeah, pretty much the, the potato chips. I can always go for a bag of potato chips. And it's, yeah, it doesn't, like, like I said, it doesn't matter how full I am or what I've eaten potato chips and then even like go on the old chip sandwich you get the fresh bread oh, the plain yes. chips and just put it together and it's done it's like yes so yeah that's, yes. that's my pleasure yeah it is a very underrated unhealthy lunch or snack the old uh potato chip sambo like you can obviously do the the chip buddy with the the hot chips or the the french fries or whatever you want to describe them as but when you get yeah those those plain chips whether it be like smith's crinkle cut planes or whatever you got in the cupboard and you slam that between two soft white pieces of bread with some butter on there fucking happy it's, it's days mint. It, yeah you cannot beat it like if people some people spice it up they put like tomato sauce or barbecue sauce with it and i'm like okay not nah, calm down <laughs> yeah that's nah, nah, just yeah just the plain chips and fresh bread and it's oh it's gold I can't remember how long it's been since I've had the old uh, chip sandwich, but uh, I think maybe this week I'm bringing it back. I'm going to crunch my way to happiness. Maybe I'm going to try a Burger Man chip sandwich. Oh. See how crazy that might be. That way I don't need to, need to put any sauce on because it's on the on the chip. That's some big brain thinking right there. That's it. That's, uh, that's what they call me in the streets there. Brennan Big Brain or <laughs> Brennan Dickhead, depending on which way you go down the street. But anyway, uh, that's going to bring us into this little ditty. So 
thank you to the Brothers Osborne for that drop. But uh, we are not asking questions later. I'm going to ask these questions right now. And I think I'm going to segue off the back of your guilty pleasure there. And, um, you know, we're talking about chips. And you sort of were, were pretty unbiased. You were pretty just loving and caring to chips as a whole. But I'm going to throw it at you and say, what's your favorite chips? Like, what's your all-timer? And it might be tough because, you know, everyone loves their children equally, as they say. So you could throw a few, but I, I want to know what's what do you think is the, the top tier chips? Top tier, like hands down, I have one. I do have a fave, and it is salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar chips, the crinkle cut, my fave, straight so up. So they've, they've got to be a crinkle cut, or they've got to be like the Smith salt and vinegar. They're the they're the top of the pops, or just any crinkle. Any any crinkle, any crinkle salt and vinegar chips. I don't know. There's something about the smooth cut salt and vinegar. It's really like vinegary, and it's too much. But the crinkle, it's just spot on. It's just like. That's my number one. Easy. Easy hands down. I can yeah. do salt and vinegar every day. I'm a big fan of either the, the Red Rock Deli or the Kettle salt and vinegars as well. Mm. Even though they are a smoother chip and they can be a bit vinegary, they just uh, they got a good balance there with their, their balsamic and whatever else they pour on them chippies. All right. So I'm not going to ask you what uh, you lean towards, whether it be sweet or savory, because I'm just going to assume it's going to be savory based off the chip love. Would you agree? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I'm... Oh, I'm, in really? I'm in between yeah I, i'm a massive fan of sour and, and sweet and savory it's all even for me like i'm a massive fan of all of it like you go to my uh, kitchen right now there's a lolly jar just full of sour lollies and you go yeah. to my, my chip cupboard there's just plain chips and it's kind of like i like the mix i, I don't i don't know i just I, I think i'm simple like that i just like the some days i feel like sweet some days i feel like savory some days i feel like i'm not a person with spice some days I'll get spicy chips just for that little, I don't know, kick of the day. Just, just want to feel alive. You want to yeah, keep those taste yeah. buds guessing. All right. Um, how do you have your coffee? Uh, I don't. I don't actually drink coffee. You're not a coffee man? No. Okay. How do you have your... Well, what, well, I guess firstly then, what would you have in place of, in air quotes, the coffee? Like, is it an energy drink that you clean? Um, no, actually, it's iced tea, I'd say, it's these days tea, yeah. as you go to, isn't it? These days, yeah. These days, it's the uh, good old peach iced tea. Yeah, I can't get enough of it. It's just because it's, I don't know, like I used to drink a lot of energy drinks. Mm -hmm. And it's like, sometimes you just don't want a fizzy drink. And like iced tea is just one of those ones you can just smash down. And yeah, you can just down a whole two, two liter bottle in one sitting. It's like, it really is delicious. Mm. And Lipton, if you're listening, hit up Screamus on the socials at <laughs> Screamus because I'm sure he would be an excellent advocate for your peach iced tea range. You can... Uh, break your way into content creation that way Lipton so get amongst that alright another another quick one what's one thing you hate to eat that is universally loved so is there something that most of the world loves and consumes and thinks it's great but you just go you know what that's disgusting it could be a dish or it could be an ingredient in a dish like you know for, for a comparison's sake I hate mashed potatoes which is something that everyone loves we don't need to go into the details there but what's what's a dish or a cuisine or a or an item that uh, you hate that everyone mostly loves. It's funny you say mashed potato. I actually, actually love mashed potato, but I cannot stand baked potato. Oh, really? I cannot stand baked potatoes. Now, everyone's always like, it's the same thing. I'm like, no, it's not. There's the difference between something that's mashed and mixed with cream, milk, butter, to just put something from the ground that's dirty into the oven and cook it. There's a, there's a flavor there I just don't like with baked potato. Like, what about what about roast potato? Because I'm, I'm with you, baked potato. It's it's fine. Like I don't have any ill will towards it, to like mash. But 
you still are fine if like the that potato was cut up skinned chucked on a roasting tray with a bit of salt and a bit of rosemary and a bit of oil so it crisps up yeah that's that, that good yeah you're kind of moving towards the sort of chip sort of way there aren't you really when, you, yeah. when it's like that but it's just that that roast potato where like it's just finely cut open and they might put a little bit of salt on it and it's still got the, the skin on it and it's yeah nah that's my one thing that i always have with people say i don't i don't do potato it's like hmm yeah, they're, they're not the best. And when people like order them at a, at a restaurant or something, get excited for them, like the old jacket potato where it comes oh. out in the alfoil or whatever, I'm like, who hurt you as a child? Why are you doing this to yourself? There's so many better ways to have potato and other better ways to do things. Um, I want to know which fast food outlet makes the best chicken nuggets. The best chicken nuggets? Yes. I'd have, yes. To, say, I'd, I'd have to say Macca's, McDonald's. Ooh, you're a Macca's nugget guy. I'm, okay. a, I'm a Macca's nugget. I don't know. There's something about... The, the other ones, they just seem flat and flavorless to me. Like the the chicken nuggets from Macca's are just like fluffy, they're airy, they're fresh. Like if you get them fresh, that is. But um, yeah, it's just something about them. For me, chicken nuggets, yeah, definitely McDonald's. Okay. And mm. uh, what sauce would you accompany your McDonald's nuggets with? Oh, definitely sweet and sour sauce. Definitely mm. sweet and sour sauce. But they do have a new spicy barbecue sauce, which was actually it's quite nice. Good. It's, it's pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> and like I said, I'm not a spicy person and I was like, damn this is spicy but yet damn it's good <laughs> like, all yeah. right something that could offset that spice we're going to jump over to a shoe from hip regarding ice cream what is your favorite flavor flavor of ice cream yeah chocolate 100 percent chocolate okay i particular love particular brand like was there if you could get your dream chocolate ice cream right now is it a particular brand or a shop front you'd go to or just you're not you're not judgmental you just take chocolate ice cream wherever it comes from do you know what it's actually from growing up as a kid the Neapolitan ice cream, the home brand from Woolworths, the chocolate in that one, hands down. Something about it, it's, it's not overpowering. It's it's just right. And like, you can always tell what I've had it because the chocolate's missing. The, the strawberry and the, uh, the vanilla is still there. The chocolate's gone. That's me. Yeah, it's chocolate ice cream from the Neapolitan home brand. Well, yeah. if we ever ended up as housemates for, for some bizarre reason, or maybe we were on a sitcom together, it'd be fine because I don't like the chocolate. I love the strawberry and the vanilla. So we'd, we'd be able to work through that tub without any conflict or any dramas come, uh, come dessert time. All right. The final shoot from here, it's a two-parter. I'd like to know what's your favorite fast food chain? So we're talking can be national here in Australia, could be globally recognized, but something that's just more than, you know, one local shop front around the corner because we want something that's a bit more relatable for the listeners. And then following on from that, what's your go-to order from said fast food chain? Yeah, uh, hands down KFC. Okay. I'm a massive chicken fan. Anything like fried chicken, chicken wings. Yeah, KFC. It's, for me, it's KFC. And my go-to order is always uh, a Zinger burger. A zinger burger, plain zinger burger, and I've just discovered now. Like I get wicker wings all the time as well. Wicker wings are a must. I've just realised dipping their your wings in their garlic aioli sauce. Ooh. It's it's a whole new level. Trust me. I, I was like, I'm not really a sauce. I, I'm be, I'm becoming a sauce person. So before, back there, I was never a sauce person. Like I would, I would eat a a sandwich with no sauce. Now I'm like sauce on everything, sauce on my pizza. I'll put extra sauce on my pizza. I'll put extra sauce on just anything now just to you know, give that little bit of flavor. Um, but yeah, KFC, Zinger Burger, and uh, the Wicked Wings with the garlic aioli sauce. Con- a good condiment can add so much more layers of flavor to a to a dish or a, a bite. And yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you're there now. And it's interesting, you had my... 
You had my intrigue when you mentioned KFC and then Zingerbergs. I'm like, yep, we're on the right track here. And then you went down and talked Wicked Wings. I'm like, yep, he's, he's my boy still. And then you mentioned that garlic aioli. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm listening very keenly right now. And you know, I've, I've eaten a lot of Dirty Bird over the years, but I've never combined the, the garlic aioli with, with the Zinger or, or the Wicked Wing. But I need to try this now because I think it's going to be a flavor combination that might blow my mind. Do you know, I have TikTok to blame for a lot of this stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm a TikTok watcher of people mixing foods together and trying going, that's bizarre. I wonder if that will work. And then I'll go try it. So one recently I did was there was a McDonald's one with a quarter pounder. You put chicken nugget, nuggets into the quarter pounder and tip all of your sweet and sour sauce on it and eat it. And I was, I was like, oh, that's got to taste a little bit off, a little bit weird. It works. It works. I am... Um... My, my McDonald's hack that I do, didn't see it on TikTok. I'm, I'm not that trendy. I've been doing this for years before the internet. <laughs> and um, just get your simple cheeseburger or a hamburger if you don't want the cheese. I throw the pickle away because I hate pickles, but I'll, I'll then put like a thin even layer of, of chips on top of the meat patty. And then I'll do a swirl of sweet and sour sauce covering over the top of it as well and eat it like that. With the chips. That's my little, sweet- yeah, that's, that's my little Macca's hack. But... Um, yeah, just just enjoy your food, people. I think no matter how it comes and no matter what you throw onto it, just enjoy it and experiment. Oh, hundred percent. I reckon experimenting is the way to go. Like it just like it's, with the wicked wings and the sauce. If I never tried that, I wouldn't experience that flavor, and I'd be like, "Whoa, that's yeah." yeah. Like aioli and ranch, that that sort of tangy zestiness you get from the, that type of sauce is good on so many things. Like yeah. it works with just about everything. So if you've got any ranch or, or aioli kicking around at home, just, you know, pour a little bit on the plate at dinner time and just, just get experiment, have a bit of fun with your food. All right, that brings us to the end of this part. We're going to jump into the second last question of the episode. What are your weird food habits or habit if you've got one but uh, yeah, the floor is yours to share your weird food habits. What do you do that's a bit weird with your food? So um, I get picked on a lot at work for this. I am a cold food eater. Okay. I, I love cold food. So any, anything left over from like the, the previous dinner, like your pizza, your, your KFC, anything like cold. I think I've discussed with you before, like my thing is I like a cold dog. Oh yeah, I remember I, horror stories just flash back to me now. Like I, I'm a big fan of, like I'll eat like cold Bunnings escort, you know, standard sausages from the from the day before. Yeah. But as far as the old uh, the old wieners, no, I'd I'd want to warm them up and chuck them in a bun. But so you just chomp on them cold. Is that even like before they've been cooked? You eat them cold, like a cocktail frankfurt style, or yeah, yeah. So just your normal cocktail frankfurts. Obviously, they've been processed cooked before, and yep, you, all yep. you're doing is heating them up. So I, I just. No joke. I will literally get the bun, cut it open. This is my weird little thing. No butter. I don't do butter. Oh, okay. Frankfurt straight in, barbecue sauce, mustard, cheese. Away you go. Not even heating it up. Well, okay. So so the bread's, bread's room temperature. Yep. So there's no butter. So you don't have to worry about that trying to melt. But the cheese is not melted and the hot dog wiener or frank itself is cold. It's cold. Everything's cold. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. that's that's an interesting one. I thought for sure you were going to end up nuking it or something because you want that melted cheese on there, but you, you want it all cold and fresh. All cold and fresh. Sometimes, like if like if it's a dinner one, maybe I'll nuke it just to melt that melt the cheese and get it a bit, you know, like 
softer. If the okay, so if the bread is a little bit stale, in the microwave it goes to okay. soft, soften everything up, heat it up. There you go. But yeah, if it's fresh bread, cheese, yeah, all cold. I, I love things cold. Like like I said, the takeaway from the night before, I don't heat it up. I eat it cold. Sometimes I'll, I'll cook chicken wings and I'll maybe have one or two hot fresh out of the oven and I'll leave the other one sitting there to cool right down. And I'll just eat them cold. See, I, I love a good leftover wing the next day cold. I'm with you there. Mm. What about things like, because this is just making so many cogs in my head turn right now. <laughs> what about things like if you had Chinese food or like a curry or noodles or something like that? Like if you had leftover Chinese the next day, so you're spooning it out into the bowl again, you've got some cold rice there. Let's just say sweet and sour pork, Mongolian, and whatever it is. Would you eat that cold or would you heat that up? All cold. All cold. What? Yeah, all cold. I Even think the rice, the yeah, rice yeah. gets so stiff. <laughs> I think I think it came from like the fear of heating it wrong, kind of thing. Like okay, not heating it enough and getting that food poison kind of fear and stuff. So I'm like, do you know what? To save all that fear, just eat it cold. And that's what <laughs> and that's what I did. And from now on, I'm just I've never been a fan of microwave foods. So I've never okay. used the microwave. So I'm like, do you know what? I'm just gonna eat it cold. And over time, like things like KFC cold is perfect. Yeah, I agree. Mm. What? Okay. Cold KFC chicken, 100%. I eat that cold all the time the next day if there's leftovers. But say the chips, you've got chips left. You're going to eat them cold or you just, you just throw them out? Because you can't reheat them because they get so soggy and also stiff at the ends and it's just shit out. So I can't keep chips. But do you eat yeah. them chips cold leftover? No. So chip, chips are probably the one thing I don't do cold. So if, if I do have chips leftover, thank you. Thank God for air fryers these days. You know, you just chuck them into the air fryer for a few minutes and you recrisp them. And yeah, but chips, if yeah, if chips are not eaten the, that night, they're pretty much thrown out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, one other thing you sort of snuck in there when you were describing these cold dogs where you said you don't do butter. Is that on everything? Like, are you just everything. not a butter guy? Yeah. So I don't know if you think the same thing, but when I think butter, like... The, it has two different flavors. So I can do butter on toast. I like butter on toast. Because okay, melted, yep. melted butter tastes different to your cold butter. That's true. Um, but yeah, only thing I'll have butter on is toast if it's melted. That's it. What about if you were eating those hot dogs warm, like you cook the hot dogs and you mm -hmm. put the butter on the hot dog bun because then the, the hot frank would melt the butter inside. Would you have it that way ever or not? You just want dry, no. dry bun. No, so no, so the sauce is my butter. So the layers of the hot dog is if, it, if you're cooking a hot dog, it's going to be the bun, your barbecue sauce, your hot dog, your mustard, and then your cheese. Ah, oh, so you put sauce in first as the yeah. base layer. Okay, that's that's your that, that's for me. That's my butter. So that's anything when I have sandwiches or see, I'm a I'm a big fan of Devon sandwiches with barbecue sauce with no butter, and the barbecue sauce is the butter. It has to be okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot of like I'll have I'm similar with sandwiches. Like if I'm having yeah, like let's say a ham salad sandwich, I won't want butter on it because I don't want that when the butter hits the the ham or whatever, it just you know gets a weird taste and texture. Yeah. But everything else, yeah, like especially when it's going to be melted into into the the bread, yeah, I want I want all the butter. Like <laughs> if if we, okay, if we were to have like a, a soup or a stew and there was like a French stick cut up with butter on top of it. Would you eat it like that, dip it into the... You just want plain French stick into the stew. I would be able to taste that butter. Like, no matter the flavor, I could taste that butter. If it's cold butter spread on, on a bit of bread, you could you could put pineapple on it. You could put uh, all these kinds of food. I would taste that butter. I'll be like, nah, this has butter on it. Wow. I, I can actually tell when I have a 
a plain burger from a fish and chip shop if they've used butter on the bun. Interesting. This is like um, the princess and the pea. <laughs> it's like that <laughs> book, but for butter. Like you are, you are the butter detective over here. Oh, trust me. We need to try and work this into like into some content down the line where. I'll put the faintest little bit of butter on certain things. You've got to do blind tests and see if you can pick which one it was because I'm hella intrigued and interested in, in this. But uh, Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think I'd be able to taste it. That, that's for sure. Yeah. I love this. I love this. Have you got any other weird food habits you wanted to share or should we jump into the last question? I have one weird food habit which I, I shared um, with my friends recently when I used to do when I was a kid. Back in the day, you used to get your cheese slices in the little plastic slips. The, yep, home, yep. the home brand ones. A lot of my stuff comes from home brand because growing up, you didn't have much money. I was the same. I was yeah. the same. And and like if we went to the, the super barn, you'd get the black and gold. But for the most black part, gold, we always yeah. went to Woolly. So it was home brand everything in the cupboard. Yeah. So I feel you. So we, what we used to do with kids because we wanted the cheese, but we wanted crackers. You'd put the cheese into the microwave with the plastic for a minute. It will swell up. You watch it slowly go back down. You quickly flip it, hit it for another minute. The plastic doesn't melt. It crinkles. It was one of those plastics that crinkles. Oh, like the remember the things you chuck in the oven? Yeah, the shrinkies. Yeah. It kind of it kind of does that. It shrink it shrink the plastic shrinks, and the cheese itself when it settles down, it goes a dark orange color and hardens, and it's like a cracker. <laughs> it's legit. I think just don't try it at home, kids. Because yeah, maybe you know, don't. Yeah, I, I don't think you meant to put that plastic in the microwave just quietly. You're probably not, but it it, it works. And we actually did it at work. Um, I showed the guys at work, and they're like, "You're literally eating melted melted plastic." I'm like, "Look." There's no plastic on there. And yeah. But they- oh, so, so after you took it out of the microwave, you just eat straight in. You wouldn't like take the cheese out of the packet because it somehow ev- evaporated in the microwave <laughs> and then you've just got this orange plastic cheese. No, you take like when you take it out of the microwave, the because it's, it's hardened into like, the best way I can describe it is when you make a toasty and you have that cheese run off to the side onto the hot plate and it goes melted but crispy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like that. But then because the, the plastic is like shrinked and crispy, it just peels straight off and you can throw the plastic out. Oh, okay. I, no- I thought that it somehow merged into this big plastic cheese slice and you're just chewing on that. I'm like, no. yeah, dude, you're eating plastic right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're eating plastic. No, no, no. You take the plastic off and you uh, you, you throw that out. But but um, there has been a few failed attempts at that, trying to do that perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can imagine mm. so. Like, you could just take it out of the packet and maybe just toss it into a pan. You probably, yeah, you probably could. I don't know. There's something about, I think the way when the plastic swells up, it creates that dome. So it creates that cracker. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you're getting that shape. You're getting the mold with that plastic. And it's, yeah. You could you could use one of those egg molds maybe on a fry pan. Chuck the eggs the the cheese slice in there and push. I don't know. This this is a whole thing. My, my brain is going wild picturing little scree toss these little sheets into the microwave and pressing you know the auto cook on high button and like potentially sparks flying in there with cheese like i don't think you should be putting plastic slices in the uh the in the microwave listeners so maybe read the instructions beforehand but yeah give this this homemade combined cheese cracker concoction that scree's put together to try one day but uh, it's always a Russian roulette when the microwave doesn't have a light on. So just be careful, okay? Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, you, so you didn't know you couldn't put in, you know, 30 seconds auto start. You had to watch this You had to keenly. watch the cheese rise, yeah. It had to get to a certain point of certain height, and that's where you can flip it. If you miss it, <laughs> yeah. it's gone. Otherwise, the plastic probably catches on fire <laughs> yeah. past that height. Exactly. So it's kind of like a, a Russian roulette, you know? You must have that light. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, let's 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 jump into the last question. And uh, Scree, I wanted to ask, 
What's your favorite food or dish? So if we were sitting at the table right now and you were looking down at your dream dish or your dream meal and it was staring back up at you, what is it and why? Oh, um, definitely for me, it would be, do you know, it's, it's, it's pizza in general, pizza. Fair. Like it's just everything about pizza for me. It's kind of like you can get so many different types of pizzas. So you don't have to be feel like, oh, today I feel like something thin and crispy. You get a thin and crispy pizza. You, you can change the toppings up. It's soft. It's not, you know, like too, too heavy sometimes. I don't know. For me, my favorite food would have to be pizza. Okay. So, so on the pizza discussion, what is, have you got a, a go-to type of pizza you'd order? Like topping? Like, are you sort of like, would you say you're a meat lovers guy, pepperoni, whatever it is, have you got sort of a, a preferred one that you order more than the others? Yeah. So I do. I order a, see, I'm a barbecue sauce guy. So I get a pepperoni with barbecue sauce. Oh. Ooh, okay yeah it works it definitely does yeah yeah i can see that i can mm. see that traditional pepperoni as well if you want to get a bit funky either get a ranch um sauce swirl over the top or if you can get a ranch sauce on the side and dip that pepperoni into it yep bellissimo funny funny you said that with my pizzas lately i have been doing that so i've been getting a lot of different kind of types of sauces and yeah doing the old the dip in the slice and you know pouring it all over the pizza um one of my big things to do with pizza is get a like a just like a plain cheese pizza mm-hmm. and get your mixed herbs and sprinkle on and then get like a I know you don't like it because you're not a cheese fan right get like your blue cheese swirl yeah you've, you've <laughs> lost me there good sir <laughs> I, know, I knew I was gonna lose you there with the cheese but uh, there's something about it it's just it's so good yeah p- pizza is one of the greatest inventions in history like mm. i love it i love that it started as a poor man's meal during the war because it was like you know what can we put on this bread to to survive really and, and now it's become one of the staples no matter where you go in the world everywhere it does pizza and then certain pockets of the globe they do pizza differently and mm. you get big giant slices you get the wood fire you get deep dish you get chicago style you know whatever you want it's it's all out there and it's delicious. I had pizza just last night for dinner and I'm still feeling very full from uh, Sal's big New York slices and um, I've still got a couple of pizzas in the fridge. So maybe I could eat that cold because I don't pizza. mind cold pizza. Mm. I actually had pizza for lunch, so that's what reminded me. Nice, nice. <laughs> was it a uh, barbecue sauce pepperoni? It was It was indeed and a, a cheese. And I got a, I just got a standard um, meat and onion one. So it was just a, just a plain meat and onion. Okay, so, was, yeah. he, was he the couple from Domino's, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah from Domino's, yeah, Domino's. Nice. Yeah. On the, um, on, on the pizza discussion, expanding this ever so slightly to garlic bread, are you a traditional, you know, loaf-style garlic bread man or would you go the cheesy garlic bread if it's on the menu? I'd go the cheesy garlic bread. The cheesy garlic bread. Yeah, I don't know, something about... I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of Domino's garlic bread. Oh, but the cheese... I love the Domino's cheesy garlic bread, though. I will eat that until i spew if if someone would let me like it is so delicious <laughs> yeah i don't know I, I i like garlic toast if that's a, if that's a thing you know like if, okay if the, like sizzler if, style like a hundred percent like sizzler style yeah yeah like where it's that toast it's not oh like uh pizza hut pizza hut does it oh, the garlic bread is like it's garlic toast pretty much Gar- yeah. garlic bread and all it's varieties and how it comes is also one of the greatest things ever invented like and it just works with any any meal you're having you get a side of garlic bread and you're not going to be upset i, I just i just my pet peeve is when like, you're with a bunch of people and they're, they're like they get the garlic bread and they're like oh it's just warm it's like well it, it's that's right because it's garlic bread it's not like garlic toast you've ordered garlic bread you know like it's 
Yeah, so I'm like, guys, you gotta calm down. If you want yeah. garlic toast, put it in the oven for a bit. Yeah, just just relax. And on that front, if you were you were there at a at a session with with the crew and garlic bread was there, would you be one of the one of the good guys, one of the uh, the people that will sacrifice, I guess, a little bit of the quality and grab the end piece, or are you one of them bastards that rip from the middle and get the good pieces and leave the the knob pieces for everybody else? No, I'll, I'll, I'm actually an end piece. Same with like bread, the end bit of, end bit of bread, the, the crust of the bread. I'm, I'm that kind of guy. I'll eat that all the time, straight up. That's 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 a big a big uh, you know undertaking right there. That's that's respect. You know, you got the weight of the world on your shoulders when you when you're taking the uh, <laughs> the lesser end pieces in in bread. So I can I can respect the hell out of that. But scree, that brings us to the end of another one-on-one episode of Bitecast. Thanks for joining me in the kitchen here and talking all things tasty. I can't believe some of the things we've un- unpacked here today and I've got so many more questions I'm going to throw at you offline. But uh, you got anything you wanted to shout out? Any, any um, other mentions of where, where we can find you or anything you got coming up before we uh, you know close the kitchen for another episode? Uh, just pretty much you'll find me there on, on Facebook, German, on PUBG. That's pretty much me there on week, weeknights at 7. My timing is 7... What, we're, coming, we're coming up to normal time now. Uh, Eastern Standard Daylight Saving Time, aren't we? That's it. That's it. Yeah. So, uh, and that is fb.gg forward slash S-K-R-E-E-M-U-S and on the socials at Screamus. And that's uh, yeah, S-K-R-E-E-M-U-S. So uh, be sure to follow this fine young gentleman and his weird microwave cheese habits there. Uh, but listeners, be sure to rate, view, and subscribe Bytecast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you can. Uh, that would be fantastic. Takes no time, costs no money, and means an awful lot to us here. If you want to get some tasty merch, check out our official store over at shop8bit.net. But closing us out on this fantastic, bizarre, unique, memorable episode is an advert from the early 90s highlighting a style of chip that most of you all have probably forgotten about, but not me. And I'm assuming not Screamus either. We're going to be talking about Muncheros. So please bring them back as they were goddamn delicious. The kitchen is now closed. So please settle your tab, tip your waiter and be safe. Much love and stay hungry. In the way of our tribe, a warrior must fight the great grizzly with bare hands like these mighty warriors before you. Mm. Hmm? Yeah, I'd rather munch on Muncheros. Mm. Munch, 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 munch